Hello and welcome to the Jesus Witch Podcast. I'm your host, Lena Elsia Lee, also known as Lena the Jesus Witch on TikTok and Instagram. The Jesus Witch Podcast is a show dedicated to opening the conversation about including Jesus in witchery practices. The goal of this podcast is to not be evangelical. The goal is to spread the love, light, truth, acceptance, and oneness that is Jesus Christ himself. Here at the Jesus Witch Podcast, we believe all people are loved by God and all people are loved by Jesus. We believe in community and the power of fellowship. We believe in giving whatever you reasonably can to help your neighbor who's in need. And above all, we believe in the power of creating a relationship with Jesus that is authentic and unique to you. Join me for new episodes of the Jesus Witch Podcast every single Monday and be sure to subscribe to us on your favorite podcasting app. Hello and welcome to this week's episode of the Jesus Witch Podcast. As always, I'm your host, Lena Elsian Lee, also known as Lena the Jesus Witch, on TikTok and on Instagram. And just so you know, I do have a backup TikTok account. It is just Jesus Witch Podcast, just in case anything ever happens to Lena the Jesus Witch, but I don't think anything will happen to Lena the Jesus Witch. But anyway, if you could give me a follow over there, I would really appreciate it. I gotta get better at posting content on my backup account because I want to get it to a thousand followers so that if something happens to my TikTok account, I can still like go live, you know, and like connect with you that way. So if you're not following my backup and if you're not following my like regular TikTok, go follow me over there. TikTok's really a party. Anyway, we're not here to talk about TikTok, although TikTok really does fit into this theme of this episode. But like, anyway, we're talking about Gemini season. (laughs) And the reason TikTok would fit there is because Gemini is all about communication and like you communicate on TikTok. But anyway, today we're going to talk about all the happenings during Gemini season, all the major astrological transits and how you can use the energy from the Gemini that's in the sky um, for your witchy practice. As always, Patreon supporters got this episode a week early and ad-free. So if you want to get episodes of the Jesus Witch Podcast a week early and also ad-free, click the link that's in the show notes page to check out our Patreon. Besides the tier that gets you episodes of the Jesus Witch Podcast a week early and ad-free, and also you get extended show notes pages for each of these episodes, there are also tiers on my Patreon that will help you further your own Jesus Witch practice. In these tiers, I share my specific spells that I've created using Bible verses, tarot spreads that'll help you connect with Jesus or the Holy Trinity a little bit more. In these tiers, you also get tarot readings from me. There's also one where you get happy mail from me and a spell casting circle over Zoom. And there's also a tier where you get a one-on-one call with me every single month for 20 minutes to discuss your practice and how you want to further your journey as a Jesus witch. If you would like to become a patron, check out the link that's in the show notes page and anything else that's mentioned in this episode will be able to be found in the show notes page as well. So without any further ado, let's talk about Gemini season 2022 and all the transits that are going to be happening. So firstly, on May 20th, Gemini season begins. That is when the sun moves into the sign of Gemini this year. On May 22nd, it is the last quarter moon in Pisces and it's at one degree Pisces. And I'm telling you the degree of this moon because you'll see why later. I'm not going to spoil it. But anyway, stay tuned and you'll figure out why I told you the degree of this last quarter moon. But anyway, um, and then also on May 22nd, Mercury, which is currently in retrograde through the sign of Gemini, will be entering into the sign 
of Taurus. So when that happens, expect communications to slow down a little bit more than they already are because of, you know, Mercury retrograde shenanigans in general. Um, but when Mercury is also in Taurus, Mercury in Taurus tends to be very slow. It's not like the best placement for Mercury to be in. It's kind of like uncomfortable here because Taurus is very like take your time and evaluate and like just be very like grounded and down to earth whereas Mercury is just like you know it has like that very um very extroverted very speedy very like focused and quick energy whereas Taurus is kind of opposite so expects communication and things to get a little bit slower during that time but I'm not one of those astrologers that's like oh Mercury retrograde everybody run for your lives no it just means you need to be a little bit more inward a little bit more compassionate with yourself and since we're retrograding through Gemini right now and moving into Taurus right we're going to be more compassionate and inward with the community like with the words that we use for ourselves the way that we talk to ourselves and then when Mercury moves into Taurus we're just going to be a little bit more compassionate and focused on self-care and loving ourselves and loving our voice and loving our minds um so that's like the gist of Mercury there. Then on May 24th, we have the asteroid Vesta entering the sign of Pisces and Mars, the planet of aggression and action and like do things is entering into its home sign of Aries. So Mars rules over the sign of Aries and it's going to just be a very happy little planet in the sign of Aries. We're going to be getting things done. It's going to be a hot girl summer, um, a busy girl summer a productive girl summer because we got that like <laughs> we got that Mars energy in Aries and Aries is ready to go it wants to start it wants to do Mars is the same way so we're all going to be vibing in that energy I'm claiming it now I'm claiming vibing during <laughs> that Mars and Aries transit I am claiming that energy over myself I'm claiming that motivation over myself I suggest you do the same because it's gonna be bopping it's gonna be bopping so like if you would like to work with this specific energy for your magic I, I would start now writing intentions of having that kind of like motivation and then when Mars moves into the sign of Aries maybe casting a motivation spell or doing some sort of like manifestation work so and end along with that taking action on those things it is one thing to say to the universe I want a successful business and I want to be a millionaire one thing to say to the universe that but then it's another thing to go out and do it right and take those steps to become that millionaire with that successful business so that's just something to keep in mind I'm going to be manifesting on May 24th and I suggest you do the same if you're into working with like planetary energies in your uh, in your magic and now a quick break from this week's episode to talk about a few ways you can help support the show if you're really loving the Jesus Witch podcast and want more content and more resources to help you in your own Jesus Witchery practice the jesus witch podcast now has a patreon there are four different tiers of our patreon the first one is the fool where you get ad free and early episodes of the jesus witch podcast the second one is the magician where you get everything that you got in the fool as well as grimoire pages for your spell book with jesus witch specific spells you'll also get grimoire pages of the major arcana tarot cards and how they connect back to christianity and the bible at least two different tarot spreads per month that you could try with your cards and a personalized three card reading from me every single the next tier up is the Hierophant, and in that tier you get everything from both the Fool and the Magician tiers, as well as monthly spellcasting zooms and happy mail from me. The fourth and final tier is the High Priestess tier, and with the High Priestess tier you get everything from the Fool, Magician, and Hierophant tiers, 
as well as a 20-minute one-on-one call with me every single month over Zoom to discuss your practice and the ways that you can grow your faith as a Jesus witch. If you want to become a patron, click the link in the show notes page. The next way you could support the show is by shopping at the Sun and Moon Oily Co., which is my Etsy shop. Over on the Sun and Moon Oily Co., you can grab astrology readings with me, tarot readings with me, and my Bible-based body oil spells. There are so many different types of spells on my shop, and each and every one of them are based off a different Bible verse. And these spells are pre-charged by me, and I put all of my good intentions and all of my energy into them. To shop the Sun and Moon Oily Co., click the link in the show notes page. Essential oils are a vital tool in my practice, and when it comes to oils, I only trust Young Living Essential Oils because of their seed-to-seal promise. This promise ensures to me that I am getting the highest quality essential oils. Plants that become Young Living Essential Oils never have had pesticides on them. The oils themselves only contain plant material. No alcoholic solvents or artificial fragrances or fillers are added to these essential oils. If you're interested in learning more about Young Living and my favorite oils, click the link in my show notes page or if you're interested in grabbing some oils but not sure which ones would fit you book a 15-minute consultation with me and let's talk all about your needs and oils that would help suit them the link to book a consultation or to grab oils with me can be found in the show notes page thank you so much for listening to this week's episode of the jesus Witch podcast and now let's get back to the show then on may 28th we got one of the most beautiful transits of our year one of the most relaxing and luxurious transits of the year we have venus entering into its home sign of taurus so that's gonna be like really interesting for kids born during that time when like mars is in aries and venus is in taurus because mars and aries are in their like home signs so it's gonna be like some nice and stable divine masculine divine feminine energy but one thing to note is that Venus is still past Aries right not Aries sorry Venus is still past Mars and um, Venus being past Mars shows that the divine feminine is kind of like uprising and a lot of things are changing for women now and women are being more put into the spotlight which is definitely a result of Venus being past Mars and the divine feminine kind of like demanding herself to be seen and demanding society to start like noticing her and start interacting with her But when Venus is in Taurus, this is also a really great time to change your look. If you've been like feeling like you need to do a little bit of a makeover moment on yourself and like reevaluate your style, the way you dress, the way you like do your hair, anything like that, this is a good time to do that because Venus in Taurus is super fashionable, but she's also like fashion with comfort. So like she's going to make you feel comfortable in your new look and it's going to be something that brings you confidence and also like makes you look super cute. So if you are looking to do a makeover, if you're looking to dye your hair, if you're looking to like change up your vibe I would suggest doing it on this day um I am gonna be changing up my vibe but like way before this because I'm going to a wedding on the 29th of May and I want to have like different hair for this wedding so I'm like kind of sad that I can't dye my hair on the day that Venus enters into Taurus but you know what it's all good the universe aligns things for a reason so I hope that you are able to have a baller makeover during (laughs) Venus and Taurus season it is such a good chef's kiss great energy I don't know if you could tell but I am a Venus and Taurus Um, that is my personal placement for my Venus sign in my birth chart but it's also my husband's um, Venus sign and that is why he is like "Mm, chef's kiss so good with me Um, how many times am I gonna chef's kiss on Venus whoever's playing the Lena drinking game right now add chef's kiss to um, your drinking game prompts 
You're welcome. Anyway, um, his Venus, he's actually a Gemini sun and a Taurus Venus. And his Taurus Venus is conjunct my Taurus sun and moon. So gotta love synastry. Um, and also, like, this was a tangent I wanted to do during this episode. This is a great way to segue it. I did it all by myself. I segued. <laughs> um, but... A lot of astrologers, I don't know if you've seen this, but I've seen this, and a lot of, like, astrology, like, stuff on social media will be like, oh, don't date the sign that's next to you, don't date the sign that's before you, don't date the sign that's after you. Um, Jack and I are proof that that is malarkey, okay? Um, I am a Taurus, Jack is a Gemini. If you are thinking of signs that are next to each other and, like, how different they are, you can't get any more different than Taurus and Gemini. Taurus is, like, stay home, introverted, eat our feelings, like, you know, move with the rhythm of the earth, like, super earthy, like, um, kind of, like, hands in the grass, hands in the muds, eating, like, vegetables right off the tree, like, kind of people, right? We are very down-to-earth, whereas Gemini is just, like, like super quick super active super like extroverted out there and like outgoing right jack and i work really well together even though he's a gemini and i'm a taurus and the reason why is because of the other planets that are in our birth charts he has a taurus venus that works with my taurus sun moon and venus i have a virgo mars which works really well with his gemini sun and his gemini mars you know he has a taurus saturn that's directly conjunct my descendant and it is like glue literal glue um there are a lot of different things. I He has a Jupiter in Pisces, and his Jupiter Pisces is trying my ascendant in Scorpio. That is a very, like, lucky and, like, happy, and he sees me. He sees the good in me kind of aspect, right? My south node is con- in... in in Pisces is conjunct his Jupiter in Pisces we have had good marriages together in past lives and we are just recreating that in this life um so this is actually an episode I could do like on itself if you guys want to hear more about synastry but looking at a chart in in its entirety is so important with relationships and not just being like oh I'm a this son and you're a this son we can't get along also like another thing that's like a pro um (laughs) to having to dating or marrying the person that side is next to yours or before yours right so last year the for that like 18 month eclipse cycle that was in Sagittarius and Gemini that was hitting Jack's chart so during that time we had like huge life movements we got our first house together um we moved like upstate a lot of things that we had been hoping for and wishing for for years finally fell into place and this is because jack is a gemini son and gemini for him is in the 11th house so that node right was transiting through his 11th house hitting on his son like boosting his ego and making things line up for us it was challenging it was hard it was difficult but it lined up for us and now the node is the north node is in Taurus the south node is in Scorpio and I am a Scorpio rising and a Taurus sun and moon you know like I have a lot of Taurus and Scorpio in my chart so we're having major life changes based on my chart and things that are really just propelling us towards what we wanted to do it's really just a continuation of that transit that Jack just went through so I don't know like maybe again maybe I'm biased on this but I think marrying or dating or like partnering with somebody who is in the sign next to you is not like a bad thing it's industry wise it could be really good it's also just a way to kind of like hack the universe 
hack the stars a little bit. I don't know. Is that a bad way to put it? But um, that's kind of what I feel like Jack and I are doing. And we're just able to like get the movement that we need to do and get the growth that we need all in one shot. And it's just been really, really great for us, these transits. So long story short, um, sun sign astrology does not work for relationships. And if you would like an episode all about sinistry astrology, let me know. And I will put that in my episode idea list. Okay. Anyway, Let's talk about the next astrological transit that's happening in Gemini season. And that is going to be on May 30th, which is the new moon in the sign of Gemini. So we all know new moons are a great time to manifest, great time to like really set our intentions down and start working towards the things that we want to work it, work towards during that season. Gemini's all about communication and all about like early learning and collecting knowledge. So how are you going to have a different relationship with communication? And how are you going to have a new relationship with knowledge? These are the things that I would ask, like creating new relationships with communication, new relationships with knowledge, kind of like manifesting on that. Um, or if you're like me, I just work on the same manifestations all throughout like each zodiac season, but I just try to like fit it like a little bit more. So I've been really learning how to let go. Um, if you've heard, I was in this past December, I was rear-ended by a drunk driver and it's been a really challenging journey for me um since then and I feel like a lot of things not just I feel like a lot of things have changed but a lot of things have changed since then for me physically mentally spiritually and um every single new moon my manifestation has been to like really start to like let go of this like hurt and create a new relationship with like forgiveness or with my body or whatever so this time around this new moon I'm going to be manifesting a new way of like talking about the accident to myself and kind of stopping like saying like this was like the worst thing that ever happened to me like why did this happen and like start really highlighting all of the opportunities that the accident gave me and all of the um, ways that it's caused me to expand my mind and to learn and to create more knowledge for myself. So that's what I'm going to be doing personally on the new moon in Gemini. So now for you, you just have to figure out how those topics and those like those themes are applicable in your life and, and manifest based on that or make those fit into your personal goals that you've been manifesting all year long. So then we're moving into the month of June. And on June 3rd, we all get a little bit of relief because Mercury finally goes direct. Um, so it's going to move forward and we're going to have some nice like flowing communication. I'm really happy that Mercury does go direct during Gemini season because all of our Gemini and Virgo friends are really feeling it right now. So they get a little bit of like relief once that happens and it's gonna be like super intense during Gemini season so I'm, I'm excited for <laughs> I'm excited for all of our Gemini and Virgo friends for that one um I personally love Mercury retrograde I was born during Mercury retrograde so this is like my time of year um <laughs> if you love Mercury retrograde too look in your chart and see if you were born during Mercury retrograde the way that you do this is by entering your chart information on astro.com and then looking at the planets and seeing if there's like a little R next Next to them and anytime you see a little r next to any of your placements that means that those planets were in retrograde um so that's just like an interesting thing to know but anyway um then on june 4th unfortunately we do get a little bit more of that like retrograde energy because saturn is gonna go retrograde which like not a big deal just time to go inwards time to like find healthy ways to work on our goals time to like start thinking about um healthier ways of growth and reevaluating the ways that we're growing now um then we have on 
June 7th, the first quarter moon in Virgo. Then on June 13th, Mercury enters the sign of Gemini. So we're gonna have a lot of Gemini energy in the air and it's gonna be super hectic and super chaotic, um, but I'm excited for it. Then on... <laughs> On June 14th, we have the full moon in Sagittarius, which will be really fun. Also, I wanted to mention this during the new moon phase, but, uh, and I, I just forgot. But anyway, during, in our Jesus Witch Discord group, we do full and new moon circles. So we will do a little moon, new moon circle to celebrate the new moon in Gemini, and then we'll be doing a full moon circle uh, to celebrate the full moon in Sagittarius. So if you're not a part of our Jesus Witch Discord community, I highly recommend going and joining us there so that you could be a part of these circles um, and then see what we do. So during those like circles, I talk a little bit about like what the astrology is of the moon. Um, we talk about different spell workings that you could do during these specific moon phases. We attribute a Bible first to each of these moon phases talk about crystals that could work with them you know it's like a really fun um little circle and then I pull some moonology oracle cards for us to read as a group um and it's it's a fun time so you should come join us for that but anyway then after the full moon in Sagittarius the last major event we have during Gemini season is um, on the 20th of June we have another last quarter moon in the sign of Pisces and that is at 29 degrees so the reason I told you what the degree of the last quarter moon before uh, the first one that is it that is on um, May 22nd is because I thought it was really interesting that we're getting two last quarter moons in Pisces and one is on the first degree and one is on the 29th degree. So like, I just thought that was interesting. and I wanted to note it. But those are the major transits that are happening during Gemini season in 2022. I'm excited for Gemini season. Taurus season's been a little bit challenging this year. Like, what the heck? I was so excited for Taurus season and it kind of like knocked me on my booty. Um, so I'm, I'm excited for like the light air like the light and airiness of Gemini season I can't even believe I'm saying that like what um but anyway here's like a little side note about Gemini um everybody like says that their least favorite sign is Gemini like that's just everybody's like oh I hate Gemini's right that's like the thing but I think the reason that all of us hate Gemini's is because we really wish we could be Gemini's because like at the end of the day Gemini is probably like the best and most versatile sign I know it's a controversial opinion but they're like the jacks of all trade they're great at communicating they're really good friends like Gemini can be a really really cool sign so um all my Gemini's that are listening out there people shit on you because we want to be you that's it that is the moral of that story let's talk about how to work with the energy of Gemini so communication 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 um, if I didn't mention it before, working with Gemini is a lot of uh, working with communication. Um, we all have areas of communication that we need to work on. And this is the time of year to do that. This is the time to really, really focus on that. Um, this is also a really great time to explore dualistic like themes and extremes of life and learn about a lifestyle that's totally opposite from yours right Gemini is the twins it's one of the dual signs so it's a really good sign to like sit down and start discovering what the what the grass looks like on the other side of the street you know what I'm saying like reaching across the aisle and trying to figure out why people who think differently than you think the way that they do I, I think that's always a great thing to do it's always a great way to learn by you know learning from other people and specifically learning from people who are opposite of us um 
So I think Gemini season's a good idea, a good time to do these kinds of things. And finally, Gemini is also like rules over early education, which is like the elementary school years. So getting creative like an elementary schooler seems like a really fun idea during Gemini season. So finger painting, playing in the mud, writing short stories, playing dress up, whatever speaks to your elementary schooler heart, um, do those things because it's Gemini season might as well have fun with it you know and um, a theme that we've been talking a lot about on TikTok I feel like lately is how inner child work really connects or really like is important to Christ because he talks about in Matthew 18 how those who have um, hearts like children will see the kingdom of God and it's important for us to be connected with our inner child so we can have that those the heart like children and be able to see the kingdom of God um and I feel like that's like being able to see the kingdom of God is basically being able to see the world for the best light of itself um but that that's like some of the things that I recommend for doing to like to work with the energy of Gemini um a couple of essential oils that are really good for Gemini gathering. I feel like that blend is really good for Gemini season because Geminis are all about communication, all about getting together, all about like being with other people. Um, so gathering just seems like a really fitting oil for Gemini season. Peace and calming. Peace and calming is the oil I recommend to uh, Geminis and Virgos to kind of calm that mercury madness that's in your brain, kind of calm it down. Peace and calming would also be a really great mercury retrograde oil because things get a little bit crazier during this time and peace and calming will help to keep things a little bit more zen you know um then i have rosemary for creating focus um spearmint for clear communication and for very like targeted and visioned communication like allowing like saying to yourself i have a goal during this conversation to talk about x y and z putting spearmint on your temples and then like being able to clearly communicate that um then the last oil i, I picked up for gemini season was grapefruit i just felt like gemini season really needed like a fun and bubbly oil and I really like grapefruit for this um, aspect I feel like it's really like uplifting and fun oil it's also really great oil for connecting with the divine feminine so there's that too um, and it's also good in love magic which you know Gemini the twins the lovers tarot card rules over Gemini so like this would also be a good time theoretically to do some love magic if you have consent um, and if you don't know how to do love magic there's a Jesus Witch podcast episode for that it's called um, love and spicy magic so go listen to that episode get some ideas and then use some grapefruit essential oils in your working during Gemini season. I hope you have fun. Um, anyway. <laughs> so now that we talked about sex magic, let's talk about the Bible verse that I attribute with Gemini season. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> you can't, you just cannot, you cannot make that segue up. You cannot make that segue up. Anyway. Um, when I was looking for verses for Gemini season, I wanted to pick one that focused on communication. So this was the one that I picked. It's from Colossians uh, 4, 6, and it says, Let your conversation be full of grace, seasoned with salt, so that you may know how to answer everyone. I love this verse because I am constantly trying to learn how to have more grace in my conversations, how to be less judgmental. I've been getting a little bit more open on TikTok about this, about like who Lena was before Lena was a Jesus witch. But when Lena was like a uh, Christian, <laughs> Lena was really judgmental and really like... Um, I just didn't understand people who had different lifestyles than me and I just didn't want to understand. So instead of understanding or reaching across the aisle, I would just judge them because that was easier than trying to learn and trying to like see things from a different perspective outside of myself. You know what I'm saying? So 
I really like this verse because it kind of highlights the importance of not doing that so that you're able to speak to everybody, so that you're able to have grace and have everybody feel seen, have everybody feel heard, have everybody be a part of the conversation. And at the end of the day, you can learn something from everybody. It does not matter if you agree with them or not. They are still a person. Their life is still valuable and you can still learn from them. Um, And I know that's like a really hard pill to swallow sometimes because some people are just really different (laughs) than we are you know what I'm saying but at the end of the day we all are pieces of source that are experiencing this earth together and we all deserve to at least be heard even if it's not to be agreed with so I really like this verse because it, it talks about like having grace and being seasoned with salt and being able to like be kind with other people but also knowing how to answer everyone so that doesn't say like always agreeing with everybody that also can mean like saying to somebody hey I hear your point I see where you stand with this issue but here's why I disagree and here's x y and z reason why I disagree it's also like having the grace and having the knowledge to debate with people in a kind way and I think that this is a good thing to work on during Gemini season specifically because Gemini is all about communication so that is the verse that I pulled for Gemini season So now I love to finish these episodes off by reading out the legend behind each sign, which can be found in the only astrology book you'll ever need by Joanna Martine Wolfock. Um, This book is literally the only astrology book you will ever need. It is so freaking good. It's just, it's, it's absolutely fantastic. So if you are looking for an astrology book and you want to start learning a little bit more about astrology, this is a great book to uh, do so with. Also, if you want to learn about astrology, be on the lookout because your girl is planning on doing an astrology class during the month of June. So if you want more information on my astrology class and learning how to read birth charts from me, um, be sure to be in our Jesus Witch Discord group because I'll be announcing it there. Anyways, let's read the story of Gemini, the legend of Gemini. Gemini is the sign of the twins. It is the third sign of the zodiac and the first to have a human rather than a symbol of an animal. The myth of the twins is that of, is like that of the previous sign Taurus, also involves Jupiter and his eyes for a pretty face. In this story, the object of his affection is a beautiful woman, Leda, married to Tyrrhenius, king of Sparta. The lustful god Jupiter, apparently unwilling to try the bull poi twice, which is a refre- reference to the legend of Taurus, um, changed himself into the form of a magnificent swan. Detail of the encounter are a bit sketchy, but he did manage to seduce Lita while disguised as a swan. From this remarkable union, Lena bore Lita. <laughs> Lita. <laughs> Lita bore two eggs. Ooh. The story goes that one of the eggs was the offspring of Jupiter, and the others was the offspring of Lita's mortal husband. Whoa. The two eggs produced four children. Two brothers, Castor and Pollux, and his and two sisters, Helen of Troy, and gonna butcher this name, Clymenstra. I definitely butchered that name. It is unclear exactly whom Jupiter sired. Some versions of the tale say that Castor and Pollux were his immortal offspring. Others have Castor and Helen as Jupiter's children. In either case, the twin brothers, Castor and Pollux, drew up strong and, and stalwart and inseparable. Castor became famous for his skill as a horse tamer. Pollux was renowned as a superb boxer. When they were young men, they joined Jason and his agronauts on their expedition to find the Golden Fleece. During a storm at sea, two stars appeared over the heads of the twins 
and the storm miraculously ended. Because of that incident, Castor and Pollux are considered the patron saints of travelers at sea. During storms at sea, these lights are still seen twinkling at the tops of ships' masts and other tall spires. They are caused by the discharge of elect electricity. The legend is that if two lights are seen, the storm will cease. If only one appears, the storm will grow worse. The twin brothers are described as highly spirited young men. Unfortunately, during a battle, Castor met his death. Pollux was inconsolable. At last, he went to his father, Jupiter, to beg him to bring Castor back to life. In turn, Pollux volunteered to give up his own life as ransom. Jupiter rewarded the brothers' great love and attachment by, to each other by placing them in the skies as stars. They, there they shine in the constellation of Gemini side by side throughout the ages. That is such a sweet story of brotherly love. I did not know that that was the origin story of Gemini and I'm really happy that I learned it because that is really cute. I love that. So um, thank you, the only astrology book you'll ever need for having that information in you. Again, if you need an astrology book, this one's it. This one's Bay. That is this week's episode of the Jesus Witch Podcast. I hope that it helps you get a little bit more prepared for Gemini season um, and a little bit more excited for the Gemini energy. As always, ways to support the show, such as the Patreon or my Etsy shop, or even just sending donations to my PayPal or Cash App. All that info will be in the show notes page below, as well as the link to join our Jesus Witch Discord, which you totally should join the Jesus Witch Discord Church. It is so fun. It's such a great group of people um, and genuinely like a, a really fun like Discord group to be in. But anyway, I thought I'd do something different this week for like the verse of the week where um, I have Jesus pick the verse of the week. So I have these Jesus Oracle cards. They're called Loving Words by Jesus or of Jesus, something like that. Loving Words from Jesus. That's what it is. By Doreen Virtue. Um, and they're really beautiful cards. I absolutely love them. And we are gonna, I, I picked a card from here so that Jesus picked his verse. So this verse is Luke 750, which it says, um, your faith has made you well. Go in peace. I love that verse. It's a great verse. Thank you, Jesus, for sharing that verse with us. So yeah, maybe I'll pick um, Oracle cards from now on that have like Bible verses on them to pick the verse of the week. I think that's actually a fun idea. Anyway, um, I hope that you enjoyed this episode. Uh, yeah, I will see you next week. Goodbye, friend. I hope you have a beautiful Gemini season. Bye!